Welcome to the Reiki Show, hosted by Bronwyn and Franz Diener of the International House of Reiki. Bronwyn and Franz teach Reiki around the globe and are the authors of the Reiki Sourcebook, The Japanese Art of Reiki, The Reiki Techniques Card Deck, and the soon-to-be-released A to Z of Reiki. The music you are listening to, Reiki Khan, is available at the International House of Reiki website, www.reiki.net.au Hi, my name's Bronwyn, and today I have with me Sister Eileen Curtis and her friend Catherine Harvey. Welcome, Sister Eileen. Thank you, Bronwyn. I'm delighted to be a part of this with you. Well, thank you for coming along, and Catherine will be talking to you later on. Now, I'd like to tell you first a little bit about Sister Eileen, and then she can tell you a lot more. Basically, Sister Eileen is a poet, an artist, an author. She's been making a movie. She's been a school teacher. She's also been a Catholic nun since her teens. And on top of all of that, she's also a Reiki practitioner and teacher. So... She has a very wide artistic background, I guess, and Sister Eileen has some lovely things to share with us today about her practice as a nun and all those other things, as well as a Reiki teacher. First, I'd like to start, Sister, with the question about how you actually got into Reiki. Right, Bronwyn. I was a classroom teacher for 27 years, as well as a principal for some years, I absolutely loved working with the children and teaching. And then one day, after 27 years of this wonderful uh, teaching, I felt a compelling inner call that the Spirit was leading me into some form of healing. I had no idea what it was going to be. I only knew it was very compelling, and I needed to ask my community, could I have a year to explore what I believe is a new calling from my Creator? I was granted that year, and when I stood on the new horizon, I became very anxious. I said, okay, God, I followed the call. And now I don't have a clue where to go. Please show me the way. And it was unbelievable, Bronwyn. From that moment on, the doors began to open. The first door was Reiki. And I had heard about Reiki a year prior from one of our sisters who had had a Reiki treatment. And she said, oh, this is the most wonderful healing I have experienced. I was a little skeptical because I had never heard the word Reiki. It sounded peculiar. And I was actually having shiatsu treatment at that time for a severe type of scoliosis that I had had from childhood. However, she had planted the seed and I became curious because from then on, I seemed to bump into the word Reiki here, there, everywhere. So I thought no harm in trying. 
And from that moment on, I was led through this marvelous door that has brought not only spiritual awakening, but it has healed me physically, emotionally, psychologically. And it has left me in a space of awesome gratitude to the way how God has led me. And how do you integrate your Reiki teachings into your practice as a nun? I integrate it in a way that has brought a whole new vision. In my teaching of Reiki, I have married the ancient healing art with our Christian heritage of healing. And I show how the one enhances the other. So we end up with the best of two worlds. And I find that whenever I teach, the presence of God becomes active in my life and in all the lives of the people who gather. And we experience healing firsthand. For me, Reiki, a Japanese word meaning the universal life force energy of God, embraces all religions, all traditions, all peoples of God. Each of us has been created with a divine purpose, and each of us is important. What sort of people are attracted to your Reiki teachings? Well, it's a universal type of people. Old people, young people, middle-aged people. I've had Baha'i, Quaker, Muslim, some from my Roman Catholic tradition, Protestant, people that go to church, people that don't, but people who believe in the broadest sense of divine partnership and spirituality. So everyone is welcome, and this God of ours is absolutely universal. Nobody gets excluded. Young children, too. So the gift is for everyone. Hmm. So it's not necessarily just for parishioners. You are really teaching anyone who's interested in spirituality. Yes, Bronwyn. Actually, when you speak of parishioners, the greatest majority of people have been from a much broader spectrum. Some come from my Roman Catholic tradition, but the majority are coming from all different directions. I believe this is the new level of spiritual evolution that our Creator is calling us to in this third millennium. It's a new kind of divine consciousness where God is actively coming toward us as people respond to the call of the Spirit in their own unique manner. Hmm. And how do your peers see what you're doing, you know, being a nun and at the same time working with Reiki? Now, when you speak of peers, Bronwyn, are you thinking of the sisters in my religious community? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, I feel very privileged to belong to the sisters of St. Anne who honor 
the working of the Spirit in our times. And they actually invite us to go forward with a new calling if we feel it's from the integrity of our soul, and they let us explore. Now, when you do discern a call, somehow, uh, by the fruits, you will know them. And this is what has happened with myself. I went forward, and now the fruit of the Spirit is that it's a leaven that is growing. People are hungry for healing today and for spirituality and for wholeness. Could you perhaps tell me then a little bit as well about how the church has worked with healing in the past? Well, within, I think, all churches, there has always been what we call the laying on of hands, and that is often done where the hands are placed on a person's head and they are prayed over. The beauty of Reiki is that it takes us into a holistic journey with our physical body, which is a miracle in itself. And so Reiki addresses the holistic kind of healing that we often need. So it goes beyond just the spiritual. Sometimes in our physical journey, which becomes cellular, we've stored emotions through the years. Sometimes we've pressed anger, guilt, shame, whatever it be. And the healing of Reiki is a soothing gift from our Creator, which allows all these things which have been held at a cellular level to lift and release from the body. So to really soar spiritually, we also need to be integrated physically, emotionally, psychologically. And this is what Reiki brings us into. Now, I, I know that in the past, the laying on of hands, sometimes there is the physical healing or emotional healing. But my discovery was I myself would go to prayer groups and pray for healing of my spine, but it was through the doorway of Reiki that I discovered a new holistic dimension. Thank you, Sister. That's very interesting to hear the, you know, about what you see is the the differences that you've experienced through Reiki and through your church and how they've both benefited you, obviously. Yes. I would be very interested to get you back in a moment to perhaps read us some poetry because I know that you have some beautiful poetry. And in the meantime, if I could have a little chat to Catherine because Catherine Harvey is someone who you've taught Reiki too. And I think that her personal journey with Reiki has been a very moving one as well and I think very important for people to listen to. Catherine, are you there? Hello, Bronwyn. Hello, Catherine. Could you tell us a little bit about how you moved into Reiki? In 1999, I... I lost my only child in a drowning accident. He drowned trying to rescue his dog. 
and uh, I was in very rough shape. Um, I was suicidal. I I didn't want to live, and I I was a banker. I'd been a banker for 28 years, and I was a financial planner, and I knew nothing about spirituality or energy healing. But my friends, one of my friends in particular, was concerned um, because I had no will to live since my son left, and. She asked me if I would go to see Sister Eileen for a Reiki treatment because she thought that would help me. And um, I really didn't want to go because I didn't believe or understand anything about energy healing, but to please her, I went. And it it was a most amazing experience, Um, absolutely amazing. I'll never forget that day when I was introduced to Reiki. My son had been visiting me and bringing me messages. Uh, divine messages, but I thought I was just going insane and um, was afraid to talk to anyone about them. But when I had my first Reiki treatment with Sister Eileen, my son came in, um, came in directly in a vision. And at that point, it was a huge turning point for me because I, although I'm, I'm not a Catholic um, and I didn't believe in any any faith whatsoever. Um, since this since this treatment took place in, in a Catholic convent, I thought that it must be true because this is not my holy place, but it's Sister Eileen's holy place. And from then on, I believed that there was a power greater than myself that could bring healing, a universal power. And uh, the following weekend, um, Sister Eileen persuaded me to join in in a Reiki um, level one group, and the rest is history. I've been <laughs> doing Reiki ever since. Um, it's become my whole life. It's absolutely amazing. How do you feel that it helped you move from that space that you were in into a lighter, more positive perspective on life? Well, the Reiki energy itself, I had so many blockages. Because of my health issues, I had shut my immune system down. I didn't know I was doing these things. Um, I just, I just didn't want to be on this earth. When I started receiving the Reiki treatments, now that I understand what was happening, all of my energy systems, everything opened up, and I was releasing these blockages. The grief was still there, and the pain was still there, but I had a connection. I had a spiritual connection that I felt there was hope. It gave me hope. And being wrapped in this cocoon of unconditional love um, really brought a lot of comfort to me. I had no other family members living. And um, so it was a very, very desolate, desperate place to be in. Yes. And Reiki brought me back to the light. Mm. Very, very, very amazing. That's fantastic, Catherine. Those sorts of stories are things which can really help other people who may have had different experiences but may understand that space that you were in. And it's wonderful if you can find a practice that you can do that can really help pull you out of that and bring you back into life. That's correct, Norman, yes. And in my case, it gave me a new identity also because I totally lost my identity when I lost my son. Mm. Um, looking back, like this is what I realized happened to me, 
it, I had to create a new identity in my life without my son, and um, it just seemed so monumental to be able to even think that far ahead. But thanks to Reiki, you know, like my whole life had a new focus. I have my own Reiki practice, and I helped Sister Irene with myself and many others help her with her training groups. You know, she's trained thousands of students, thousands, and the small city we live in, there's only 300,000 people, so... The Reiki has become very, very, become a household name, thanks to Sister Eileen. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Catherine. That, that's lovely to hear. Okay, thank you so much, Bronwyn. Hello, Bronwyn. My Hello, Sister. <laughs> Did you find some poetry? Well, I found, like, a couple in a book that Catherine had over on her shelf. So I could read a couple if you would like. I would love to hear some of your poetry. Celebrate life. What I want is to celebrate life in a garden of tulips. To laugh long and sit idly, dipping my feet into a pool. To run naked in the wind and find others out there to do it with me. What I want is to celebrate life, not death to have a home large enough to let in the cockroach and stranger together, a home with running water and daffodils to put on the feet of the weary, a home where the hungry of the world sip cocoa 30 times a day, or more if needs be. What I want is to let my crippled self be danced over by the wing of a butterfly, to own my weariness and let my limp hands be oiled by someone other than me. Then, at the end of day, to fall backwards into a tropical wind and know my friend will be there. I'm going to read The Girl Called Worry because one of the Reiki ideals addresses just for today, I will let go of worry. I will let go of anything negative that blocks the light of God coming in. And with my poetry, there are often photographs or sketches that match the theme of what I'm sharing. The Girl Called Worry Locked in a cupboard, hiding on a shelf, Worry is a fidgety girl who can't do things right. In the morning, she dresses herself, but the clothes don't fit. Worry is slim. Worry is fat. Worry is never what she wants to be. With feet too big for her, worry goes shopping, and the groceries tumble. Worry trips. Worry falls. Worry never goes anywhere without breaking things. At school, worry is the timid little goose girl who sits at the farthest end of the room. Worry can't think. Worry can't talk. Worry can't do anything. Worry sits there wondering who worry is. One day, worry gets sick but the doctors don't know that. Nobody can make worry well. 
only worry can. Back home, worry crawls out of the box she was in. Worry breathes. Worry lives. Worry was never meant to worry. Both those poems were taken from Wind Daughters, which have photography along with the poems. And maybe I could end with a resurrectional one from a book called Moving On. The sketches in the book came in a year of hermitage, where I kept seeing visions of women on the paper on the desk in front of me. And it was 23 years later that I realized the story behind the sketches, and I put them together in this book called Moving On. Orange butterfly goes leaping. Purple color of iris, thumping its joy into me. It's happening, something positive like spring. Yes, people of the earth, I'm celebrating me, small one, with brown boots up to my chin, coming out of the black mud forever and forever. See me now, an orange butterfly. Into the blue air called sky, I go leaping, beyond the fence, beyond the wall. Into the blue air called sky, I go leaping. Thank you again, sister. That's a great way to finish it off for today. And I'd love to thank you and Catherine for being our guests. Thank you, Bronwyn. It's been Catherine and my honour to mm. share with you. Thank you for providing this wonderful way of spreading the message of God's love and light to the world. Mm. You're doing a wonderful work you and Fran. So we'll say thank you across the miles from Victoria <laughs> to Australia, and I'll let Catherine say goodbye here as well. Bless you, Bronwyn and friends. Thank you so much for all that you do for the Reiki world. Uh, you're such a blessing to us all. Well, thank you both. 